Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy K Things. All right, and we're back. Episode 60. All right. Um, we're it's it's a little bit a different vibe. Um, me and Keith are doing this podcast on a Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith has to take off uh, out of the state Friday. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, we had to make sure we gave our listeners some content to listen to because, you know, we don't skip weeks here. Never. Yeah, you know, we got to keep working. So, yeah. you know, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> 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 Let's get right into it, man. Um, one of the things we don't realize that we do oftentimes we pretty much are all guilty of it is snap judgment we yeah. tend to man you hear that plane yeah that mug is loud god damn i'm pretty sure the listeners can hear that plane <laughs> that shit sound like it's about to do a terrorist attack right at, <laughs> right in my fucking living room man <laughs> no nah, but um i think we're guilty of snap judgment um i was talking to keith the other day and this is this, this is the way we come up with these topics is just through conversation throughout the week and it's like if I see a woman in a big truck that's lifted with big tires, I'm like, oh, that's her boyfriend's car. That's her husband's car. Mm-hmm. How do I know she might not like that type of car? Or how how do I know that she can't afford that? Mm-hmm. I'm making a snap judgment, and I'm reducing a woman to that because that's how I think. And yeah. I'm just being completely honest. And I know that women do it, men do it. Everybody has these snap judgments. Mm-hmm. Like somebody might see me and have a conversation and be like, oh, he's black. You know, he didn't have a father in the house. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> People come to these snap conclusions without even getting to know you. And I think that we live in a culture that has always done that and that is continuing to do that. And I even put myself on there. I'm getting better at not doing it, but I'm guilty of it as well. Yeah. I think the thing with the, the female in the cars is a big one. Like mm-hmm. we, a lot of times as men, we see a woman you know, driving any nice car, really, right. you know, any nice car that's not like a bug or, you know, right. something like a real female car, any, any one of those, we always be like, ah, oh, man, that's, that's a, you know, her husband bought that. Her yeah. husband must work in the oil fields. Right. Her husband must have a good job. But right. You know, a lot of times these women have good jobs themselves. All right. You know, I, I know a lot of independent women that, you know, pay for everything on their own. Oh yeah, women out here making six figures easily, you mm-hmm. know, doing do, and you know have education and they they do things. And I think mm-hmm. that what that is 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 by us. I'm pretty sure some woman listen to this and you're like, oh my god, like they're just I knew it. There's pieces of shit. False. I think that as a man, when you can um, when you can come to terms with your uh, lack of vision of people, then it's a great sign yeah. because you're putting yourself in check. And yeah. I think that you know I'm not downgrading women because as soon as i think it i'm like nah bro we can't do that yeah that's real i think you know and like you said it happens to us too right i remember um this happened to me on the internet i was there was um uh that 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 black dominican girl she's like a singer or something Uh, negra or something like that Oh, I, I don't know. You know who she is. <laughs> um, you just, you, she was on The Breakfast Club and stuff. Okay. And that's when Charlamagne was doing all... She was asking all those questions like, is there really a Dominican struggle for like oh. uh, black Latinas and st- stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that girl, I remember on YouTube, I made a comment basically saying like, dang, man, I need one of those. Like, I need a, you know, a Dominican girl in my life or something like that. Just joking around on right. YouTube. And somebody hopped on there like... Um, basically saying like, man, shut up. You need to, you know, first of all, you need to go get educated first or something, something. They you need said. education. I yeah. I can't remember exactly what they said, but 
basically saying like I'm too stupid to have a girl like that or I'm not educated enough to have a girl like that not knowing that I got a degree <laughs> you know what I mean right. I went to college and everything so it's just like I think a you know a lot of people you know what I don't know what happened maybe she seen the icon and felt like I was just some regular internet troll that mm-hmm. you know is just sitting in their mom's basement and you know just scouring through YouTube to comment on every everything but right you know, I'm you know actually out here doing stuff yeah, so. yeah. It, you know, I remember I made a comment also, and I, I just, I a lot of times I don't say anything. Um, but I was scrolling through there, and I just, it was just, it was like some thirst trap. It was a while back, it, but it was like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like the caption was incredibly misleading, and I said something like, "Why would you put this incredibly misleading?" And I wasn't even following this chick. It's just mm-hmm. like people you may know. Mm-hmm. I said, "Why would you put this incredibly misleading?" Uh, uh, a freaking statement here and mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with the picture or something like I said something like that yeah I should I would have been better off not even speaking on it mm-hmm. right but then the girl that the one that's, that's pandering for attention she replies well your life is terrible and you need to you know you're this and you're that and you mm-hmm. need to you need if you weren't broke and this and that that you said I'm thinking like well yeah. actually my life is actually pretty good yeah 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 you know I don't <laughs> I don't have to pander for attention on the internet yeah. You know what I'm saying? I don't have to do these things. I just think that, you know, I would have been better off not saying anything. However, it's funny how when you call people out who obviously may not even be doing better than you. Yeah. They they will make these statements like your life is terrible just because you disagreed with something they said. Yeah. yeah. It's like and it's a snap judgment that's that's in in there because it's like, oh, you're because you disagree. You're this. Mm-hmm. We do it all the time. We do it with politics. Oh, you're liberal? Oh, God, they're so annoying. They do this. Oh, you're mm-hmm. conservative? Oh, you guys are racist. Ah, this is yeah. too- And it's like, wait a minute, man. Like, let's have a conversation. Yeah. You know? Let's not let's not come into this this quick conclusion of like who a person is. Let's start talking. Let's have a conversation. Yeah. That yeah, you're right, man. I think it's it's a problem we've had probably since the genesis of time. Yeah, like, you know, back when <laughs> Jesus was walking around, he was like, <laughs> "You ain't the real Messiah. <laughs> Get out of here." <laughs> Jesus is like, "I'm trying to tell y'all, man." Yeah, man. I'm telling you, that's why I don't, I don't like. You can't really be mad at people who may have these snap judgments because people hated Jesus Christ, bro. Yeah. They was like, man, Jesus is walking down like, look, I'm trying to help you. They was like, man, man nigga, get out of here. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So this this is like you like you said, it's been happening since, you know, uh, the beginning of time. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you are a person who is like aware and cognizant of how you move in life, I think you're gonna start um you're gonna start noticing where you're making judgments where you probably shouldn't. Yeah. It's like another one is like homeless people. I was people, just thinking about that. Oh uh, yeah. Look at that. Man, they need to get a job. Like all they want to do is just mm-hmm. all they want to do is just ask for money. All they want to do is this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do you really know that person's story? Yeah. Or are you just creating this narrative that reduces every single homeless person to being a bum? Yeah. So mm-hmm. hey. Yeah, that's that's what I was, you know, just thinking about before you said that. Like mm-hmm. um part of that judgment that we do is not really understanding people's stories. Right. Understanding where they come from. Right. So a lot of times we just, you know, make make statements like that, like, oh, this guy's, you know, he's a bum. This guy's crazy. This guy's this, not knowing. He was just in war. You right. Know, you know, f- not a few years ago or whatever. Like, yeah. I seen a girl, um, you know, 
just the the post traumatic stress that people go through, you know, during during uh, their stint in the military, really affects them. And I can see why it drives people to, you know, act the way they do act, or you know, end up homeless and talking to themselves. Because I seen a girl; it was just a normal conversation. She was sitting inside a bar inside of Barnes and Nobles talking to her friend, and some guy. I don't know if he was like flirting with her, or trying to holler at her, or what. But right. he was he was he was at a comfortable distance away from her talking to her. Uh-huh. Um, but he was kind of hovering over the top of her while she was sitting down. And for oh. whatever reason, like the, the way that the conversation was flowing, like she was getting more and more uncomfortable. Oh no. And then he finally left. And then she started freaking out. Like, you know, she was, uh, basically explaining to her friend, like, you know, that for whatever reason, the war or whatever she had did in the military, like that position that he was standing in really bothered her. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think that's not good. But I also think that we also need to communicate our feelings. Mm-hmm. I think that when someone is, is 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 getting in your personal space, you tell them immediately. Mm-hmm. And if they're offended by it, then they can leave. Yeah, you know? that's real. Yeah, don't don't just sit there and like, I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out, I'm freaking out. And then it, then he finally leaves and you're like, now you yeah. finally lose it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, th- I think, you know. I, I I do have compassion for you know the girl's situation. However, we need to communicate those feelings and stop sitting back. Mm-hmm. You know, like if if a guy is getting too close in your personal space, ladies, telling him back to fuck up. If a guy is being too aggressive, tell him to knock it off. Yeah. Don't live in a world where you're just like I'm just you know a victim of this. You need to let these men know. You need to back up. Yeah. Get away from me. Leave me alone. Yeah. I guess if you're gonna say it already, you might as well say it to the person that's bothering you. Right. Yeah. Tell them, motherfucker, get back. Mm-hmm. You, you know, as men, we should not be up in your personal space like that. Period. Yo. Um, I think I lost. I think I lost my track of thought. But I had uh, another example of the snap judgments. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, uh, we, I think what I was gonna say is not just homelessness, but many other things. Instead of wanting to know someone's story, we create stories and narratives for people. Yeah. So. We don't have to hear what you have to say. We will create that in our own minds, and we will treat you based off of that. Mm-hmm. I've had people treat me a certain way without knowing who I was, and, I'm, and I already knew. I was like, they're treating me like that because they think I'm this person when I'm really not. So that shows how small of a brain they have. Yeah. I could say that I've never treated anyone a certain way because of how I thought about them. I've always been consistent when treating people with respect. Even though I may have thought like, man, they probably a piece of shit. And yeah. I still treated them with respect mm-hmm. until they showed me that I didn't even need to show them anything. So if I if I felt you was a piece of shit and you proved it, then I didn't talk to you no more. But if I thought you was a piece of shit and we start talking and I'm like, they're actually a cool person. Then yeah. I gravitated to those new feelings that I felt about a person. Yeah. But I didn't come to the snap judgment and just all of a sudden like now I'm treating you like. A dirt bag like that's just not cool yeah i see that a lot too like a lot of times those weird situations happen when you're just meeting a person right or like you know sometimes you'll be out in public and someone will approach you mm-hmm. uh, in a group of your friends or something mm-hmm. and you see one of the friends like kind of cracking a joke or like you know kind of shying away from the conversation but you know i try to engage in conversations with everyone right you know if, if it's in a if it's a, like 
at least comfortable for me. You know what I mean? I can talk to anyone. Or sometimes I'll see a bum or whoever come up and or a homeless person. People, yeah, sorry, a homeless person will come up <laughs> and, and um, you'll see, you know, the your friend or the person you're around. You know, they're cracking jokes or they're like, right. hey, "Don't shake my hand," or you know, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's not that serious. Like you right. can wash your hands after you shake somebody. Yeah, hand, just have some sanitizer. Yeah, your hand ain't gonna fall off. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it is what it is. Um, the grand scheme of things is make sure you are not coming to a snap judgment because that may not be um, the reality of that situation. All right. Moving, uh, switching gears. <clears throat> Honorary degrees. Uh, me and Keith were having a conversation the other day, and uh, we were talking about, you know, celebrities that received honorary degrees mm-hmm. uh, based off their talents that had nothing to do with that university. Uh, go ahead and elaborate on that, Keith. Yeah, so essentially what happens, there's different schools, schools like the the latest one that I've seen was the Berkeley School of Music. So mm-hmm. they gave Missy Elliott and Justin Timberlake uh, doctorate degrees, I believe. Uh-huh. Just, uh, yeah, so honorary degrees. So at the graduation, they received, I don't know if they gave a speech or, you know, what happened, but essentially they got, you know, an honorary degree, which is like basically saying um, you didn't fulfill all of the requirements, but our entity is uh, respected. So we're going to give you uh, basically a piece of paper to say that you're, you know, that you're a doctor or something. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I think that's, that's almost like receiving a participation trophy. Uh-huh. Like if I'm a father and you try to give my kid a participation trophy, I'm going to take it and then I'm going to break it and throw it in the trash. <laughs> okay. You, yeah. You, you know, that's not, that's setting a false, that's setting a false example of what reality is. You don't get a trophy for participating. You get a you get a trophy for winning. Okay, mm-hmm. and it may make me sound like a bad person, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. I think that regardless of what you know, what success you've received in your field, and you've, you've reached the apex of what that means, that's great. But I don't think you should receive uh, participation trophies in a totally different thing. And mm-hmm. I, I think that. There's somebody that was in that same program who probably did not graduate that actually did more work than them. Yeah. And I think there's a problem with that. And I also think there's a conflict of interest because you're giving an honorary degree to someone that can make your institution look better. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why mm-hmm. why do you want to be affiliated with these, you know, big artists? Mm-hmm. Like, if your emphasis is, you know, education, then why are you going above and beyond to give motherfuckers honorary degrees i mean even if it is in music you know i was wrong initially when i said you know it has they're getting degrees for things they have nothing to do with i mean it is music but it still doesn't matter yeah i think that basically my only gripe is that it's it's kind of like slap in the face to people that actually spend you know get their 120 units or right whatever and spend four or five six years in college trying to you know sitting through lectures and studying and everything um, to get that real degree, and then you come and give someone that sold twenty million records an honorary degree. Right. Um, it's just kind of like it. It doesn't really mean anything. You know what I mean? It looks good on paper, but what you know is that honorary degree going to give you a job? Is that, yeah. is that <laughs> like you already happen? have one? The yeah, be- the best one. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I don't really, I don't understand it in that aspect. I, you know, like you said, I feel like it is more of a publicity stunt. Like, hey. Yeah, you know our school of music fit. gave yeah. Justin Timberlake, Missy Elliott a, a degree. So come here, you know, apply here. Right. 
So now you could put a picture of their face in your fucking hallway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all it is. It's an endorsement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? I think giving a celebrity an honorary degree is like giving it's like giving your dog a snack for doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, do a trick or something. <laughs> How about you sit, roll over, play dead, <laughs> then I'll give you a snack. <laughs> These niggas is giving out snacks for free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's exactly what's going on. I think... Um, you know, I, I guess that's the negative side of it. The, the positive side, though, I feel like there there are a couple instances where I would say, like, oh, okay, I can understand why you would do that. Right. Um, a guy like Merle Haggard, he went to Bakersfield High School, uh-huh. and he didn't graduate. I, I don't know what happened. He probably dropped out and started his music career or something. Uh-huh. But he got his um, honorary diploma a while back. So, you know, in that case, you know, he probably I think he dropped out when he was a junior or something like that. You know, one more year of high school, you know, he's already successful. There's no reason to, like, go back in high school. Right. Um, So I understand that. Or even if they gave a guy like Steph Curry or even um, like J. Cole, J. Cole had he didn't graduate college. He had like one book that he had checked out and he never turned it in or something like that so that he, he wasn't able to graduate because you can't have any negative yeah you know debt when you graduate right um but they ended up giving him his his uh his degree anyways you know after i think he, that's a little bit different up. though yeah it's not the same but i'm just saying yeah like, you know that's they yeah. broke the rules they in broke order to there give you him go a, him, a, him a degree great point um so yeah in those instances you know i can understand it but just randomly giving someone yeah something because of what they have accomplished outside of your school doesn't really make sense to me yeah they said they, basically what they did is, is it had that been me or you no graduation yeah, yeah but it yeah. was just it was j cole like hey j cole went here yeah j he, cole he went here so yeah this is a little bit of a like a side combo but mm. um i think steph obviously steph curry went to davidson college right the most famous person to ever go there. And there's some sort of thing where because he didn't graduate, he can't go into the hall of fame there. Something oh, wow. Like that. And it's like, this guy's, you know, got three rings, two time MVPs guys, one of the best players in the NBA, but because of that stupid rule, they, they have, you know, he won't be able to go into the hall of fame or something. like Hey, that. Hey, honestly, I got to big them up, man. Uh, for doing that. However, I think that, yeah, like I said, there will be a, a change in the hierarchy at the institution. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're going to implement that change and let Steph Curry go and uh, be a part of the Hall of Fame. But I, I, there's no doubt that they have pictures and, you know, uh, all kind of different things and his accolades that are in the school now. Yeah. But making him a part of that one thing is not going to happen until somebody makes a change. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think. The only thing that I see, you know, as far as everyone, I'm going to say everyone knows, but just having that name inside of your record books, obviously, you know, they, they have the final, you know, the, I think there's like this, the, the last eight or what do you call that? Elite eight or whatever right. in the sweet 16 and uh-huh. all that information still in the history books. Exactly. But, you know, just submitting him, submitting his legacy with the hall of fame. And it may not even be the hall of fame. I may be misspeaking, but there is some sort of stipulation where, he um he can't get something but i i do think it is the hall of fame um until he gets that that degree from davidson 
Yeah. So it, it, you know, he's not really worried. I don't think he's worried about. He's not like an individual stats, like an individual yeah. accolades guy. Anyways. Yeah. I'm sure he's not worried about that, but I'm sure he's worried about his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he worried about that male attention she getting now. <laughs> I, I wonder. I hope she don't got no Snapchat or nothing because I know she get mad dick pics, man. Yeah. That's that's all bad. You don't see a lot of that stuff though. Huh? I mean, like I, you, Aisha can pretty much only receive um, messages from people that she. Yeah, follows. I know. Yeah, yeah so a was, lot of that stuff is not even popping up on her radar. That, that it's was a whole like, list of like requested. Yeah. Things. I, I think now. I think now, if you're a husband, you could like you got a lot of money and influence. You could low key hire niggas to hit on your wife. <laughs> you go to the gym that she go to. Be like, hey man, I know you know what I'm saying, but. Here goes uh, 15000 Like, if you see my wife coming in, just keep looking at her, bro. <laughs> you ain't got to approach her. Just keep looking at her. <laughs> just to boost her ego. Yeah, wait till she crazy. walk off and then look at her booty. And then when she, <laughs> when she see you, just keep looking at her and then turn away and walk off. <laughs> that sucks, bro. That is. Yeah, that, that's got to suck. Ain't nothing you could do about it, man. Mm-hmm. You're like, I don't know. All right. Moving, the, uh, moving forward. Switching gears. Um, Amazon. Amazon just presented a business or entrepreneurial like um, opportunity mm-hmm. um, for people that work for the company. This and this 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 uh, opportunity is basically giving you the it's giving you the uh, opportunity to be a independent contractor for them, and they offer you ten thousand dollars in three months salary, and they give you a van, right? Um, as of now, I think they've gotten 20,000 vans to get people started up and, uh, you, you, you can make a, you could potentially make $300,000 a year. I guess that's what they say you can make. Um, and you know, it said, and it's, people are saying like, this is a great opportunity for entrepreneurs all over the country to run and run their own business and this and that. Here's my problem with it. If you're running any products for someone else, you are not an entrepreneur. And I think that people are missing that point. Um, if people would like to take this opportunity, I think opportunities are great. Take it. But at the same time, you need to realize this is Amazon. This is a country. This is a company that made uh, uh, over eleven billion dollars and did not pay one dollar in taxes. Mm-hmm. And recently, they've been on the hot seat for not paying these taxes. And you got guys like Andrew Yang, who's running for president, who one of his talking points was Amazon. And now all of a sudden, you see Amazon giving away these business opportunities yeah and i think that whenever rich people or companies give away opportunities or loans it's always for either a tax break or it's a way for them to make money back on that so big companies are used to investing and getting something back Mm -hmm. so this to me it's 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 in their favor because you're not an entrepreneur because they're still making money off your ass. They're basically like, hey, here's $10,000 in three months salary, but you're still my bitch. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> send these packages, bitch. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> That's what the fuck Amazon is doing. If you feel I'm wrong and I've done my research, you guys don't know what you're talking about. Okay, fine. But that that's that's the way I take it. Yeah, um, I guess by definition, um, you you would technically be an entrepreneur. But from our stance, it's like we deem entrepreneurship as you know basically starting your own thing. Exactly. Like, I mean, you you may even use 
um, Amazon as a channel to sell your products or whatever, but you know, you own the entity in which, you know, you're selling the, the stuff through, you know, exactly. you have your own brick and mortar or you have your own online store and you post your stuff on Amazon and, um, you know, you keep, keep the majority of the revenue and then you give Amazon their percentage, you know, on the back end or whatever. But this, it, it doesn't even seem like entrepreneurship. It just seems like they're masking it as that. And then you're essentially just a Amazon employee, you know? Yeah. You're, yeah. you're, you are a glorified Amazon employee. Yeah. You're an Amazon employee that doesn't realize you're still an Amazon employee. Mm-hmm. You and know? It, yeah. I think we should always be weary of these big corporations, you know, uh, shaping the narrative in this way. Exactly. Like you're going to be an entrepreneur. We're just going to give you $10,000. They're not giving anyone $10,000 for no reason. Yeah. This guy doesn't even pay taxes. So right. Why would he just be giving out a free $10,000? <laughs> so I'm right. sure there's going to be there. The way I see it in my mind is you're going to get $10,000 in a van and whatever packages to, to deliver. And you're going to keep paying that money back until you pay that $10,000 off and until you pay that truck off or that van off. Right. And then after that, you're going to keep, you know, whatever small percentage of money comes from the deliveries. Right. That's the way that I see, see it going. I would have to read the, you know, the contracts or whatever, but yeah. Uh, Another thing too, you got to understand that any major company has research teams. So they've got research teams working around the clock, paying attention to uh, culture, paying attention to politics, paying attention to all kinds of things. So when you got a guy like Andrew Yang who was running for president and his one of his talking points, like I mentioned earlier, was um, Amazon not paying anything in taxes. Mm-hmm. They're thinking like, OK, so the way that the, it, this is a possible tax loophole, too, because now they could say, hey, we've made these we've given these entrepreneurs opportunities to make money for themselves. Yeah. So, bam, you found a way to make money. Uh, and you found a way to give away only ten thousand dollars in three months salary, but you're making all of it back. Like mm-hmm. Amazon is genius. Yeah. If this is what they're, I'm not saying this is what they're doing, but if this is what they're doing, they are genius at it. Mm-hmm. They can. They. I've never seen a company do anything like this. Mm-hmm. Like this. This. This here is just like. You, there's no way. I think it's just unfortunate, but I think Andrew Yang's presidential run is over. I don't think he has a chance, especially if he was using Amazon as his number one talking point about how they're not paying anything. And he talked about, you know, jobs being automated and whatnot. But when a company like Amazon, who is the biggest tech company, am I wrong about that? Um, I don't think they are. They're it's not the probably, biggest tech company. It's they're um, one of them. They have you have Google, Apple, mm-hmm. Amazon, and uh, is Facebook up there too. Yeah, Facebook, those three. Yeah. That's so, like an acronym for it. They exactly. Like the big four. Or whatever. But they're one of the biggest yeah. tech companies in the world. Um, yeah, I definitely don't see this. Uh, I don't know the stipulations, and and it's a possible tax loophole. So now they, they could continue to not pay those taxes because they probably found a loophole. I, I don't think – this isn't a new thing, though. Right. Because I'm thinking um, – Apple also has like a customer service thing where you can almost be some sort of like independent uh, exactly. entity. Like they'll train you and you can work from home and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, um, the, I, I've never seen anything like this as far as like, Hey, you're going to be your own boss. Mm-hmm. You're going to deliver packages and we're going to give you a van and some money. Exactly. I've never seen anything like that, but the idea is they, yeah, the idea has been around, but it mm-hmm. takes for you to have a good business credit 
and you also have to have some form of capital in order to do this. Um, they talked about that earlier too. Mm -hmm. Um, but now instead of having to have that, like your business credit is going to be, you're an employee for Amazon. You already work for us. Now being that you work for us, we can take this money and invest it in ourselves because you already fucking work for us and we're going to pay you three months salary, which is probably not that much. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to give you $10,000, um, to be an independent contractor. And I'm sure there's going to be some people that are successful. Yeah, they're gonna be some people that are making a lot of money doing this. And they're like, I love Amazon. I love what they're doing. Yeah. But you got to realize how much money Amazon's making. This gives them the opportunity to make their fucking packages move even faster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the idea, I believe. But you know, they're trying to. They're mm-hmm. maybe trying to get away from UPS mm-hmm. because I imagine they're cutting in on a large portion of their profits. Just yeah, they have to ship everything through UPS. Yep. So now, if it's a a guy, you know, pulling up to your house in a van. That's that sounds crazy. Yeah, did, yeah, man. Make sure it don't say free candy on the side of that van. <laughs> <laughs> that's real. Yeah, don't get in the van either. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. But I, I, I think that if you could order some shit at midnight and then at eight thirty in the morning you already get a package, that's changing the whole fucking game. Yeah. That's we can't change. compete with that. We no can't compete can with that. that. Nobody. It's mm-hmm. gonna be companies getting just taken over. Mm-hmm. You know that you need just. Man, I just I wonder what that's going to do to the market. What's that? What's that going to do for like you know even like companies that's been in business forever that deliver mail. It's that's I imagine like yeah. you know at least at my house the majority majority of the stuff comes from Amazon. You know we're getting packages a few times a week right. from Amazon. Oh man! So, you know, Amazon may even start moving into like the mail space. You know, right? Delivering mail. I don't know how they would do that because the post office is connected to the government. But oh, you, yeah, <laughs> you never know. Yeah, they might find a way to bully motherfuckers, and then everything gonna say Amazon instead of saying United States Mail. It's gonna say Amazon States Mail on that motherfucker. United States of Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazon gonna have their own currency. <laughs> You're going to have fucking Jeff Bezos on a $10 bill. <laughs> Jeff Bezos and then the $5 uh, bill going to be his wife <laughs> that he divorced. <laughs> the Bezos coin? That'd be crazy. Oh, my God, dude. Like, you yeah. never know. Look, let me tell you something, man. Like, we live in a world where everything is so unpredictable that you have no idea what can happen or what can come from this. The only people that know what's going to happen is the 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 entrepreneurs themselves right jeff bezos has a five-year plan right i'm sure he has a 10-year plan like in 10 years he wants to you know take over this and have his company this big so yeah that's crazy you ever seen pinky in the brain yeah you know that they always started off the every episode Mm -hmm. they said what are we doing or i forgot what they said he's like what are we doing today uh what are we doing today or whatever Yeah. Try to take over the world. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's how Jeff Bezos wake up. <laughs> Jeff Bezos is the fucking brain, man. <laughs> the pinky, the pinky, and the brain, 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 brain. <laughs> Anybody who remembers that is going to be laughing. Yeah. Because it was funny is I love that cartoon, but it was, there was some kind of genius behind it. Like uh-huh. the brain was, Pinky was, was real dumb, but he yeah. always... I think, you know, I think, hold on a minute. I think this is going to sound fucked up, but I just came up with this whole, like, I guess you could say in an analogy, but mm-hmm. 
What if Pinky is an Amazon employee and the brain is Jeff Bezos? And Pinky follows everything the brain does, right? Yeah. So the brain comes up with these ideas to take over the world. And even if those plans get foiled, he always has something new to take over the world. Yeah. And then Pinky's like, oh, how can I help you? What am I doing? <laughs> 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 That's real, man. Yeah. There's always some, um, there's always like some little undertone to some of these cartoons. Yeah. You, you, well, I think what most people don't realize is that. Um, it's entertainment, but mm-hmm. you can't write without a theme or right. something to say. You know, they they always say like, a, it, in order to be a screenwriter, you have to have something to say. And I'm sure the creators of that thing was like, you know, maybe thinking of some sort of higher theme about America and right. big corporations like running small minded people. Exactly, um, and then they just transformed it into a cartoon that you know, yeah, I could appreciate. I'm gonna go back and see who wrote it, and then if the small print will be like Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> That's funny. Oh man, what, what was that movie? Oh fuck, I forgot what it was called. Um, I think it's called Animal Farm. I haven't seen that. Fuck. It basically like the it, it represented each animal group as a different like race. Like I mm-hmm. guess the pigs were Germans and mm-hmm. I gotta remember that I can't I think the book was called Animal Farm. I forgot who wrote it, but uh-huh. yeah. It was it was, it it was pretty deep. It was a book and a cartoon. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. To check that out. Yeah, I have to check it out. It mm-hmm. it'll be better explained through there. I think now I don't you know, sometimes I see it now in some of these cartoons where mm-hmm. um they look stupid and goofy. Like yeah. even the the uh, Teen Titans go. Oh, like God. they look totally dumb now compared to cartoons that we grew up on. But sometimes they'll have like some really interesting things to say about mm-hmm. like society and stuff. Be like, right. Oh, damn, it's interesting. Yeah, because you got to realize the people that are writing these scripts, they may make it stupid for kids. But you got to realize if there's a parent, they they do they have a two way thing. They know their parents are going to monitor what they their kids watch. So they're gonna put some they're gonna put some uh, some some jewels in these comic or not comics but these cartoons to engage the parent and the, and the kid. Yeah, it's just like for example when when movies like Shrek come out, they have a child and adult theme that's intertwined in the movie to engage both parties. Mm-hmm. Like you know Shrek will say this and then he'll say this joke that's kind of an adult joke, but the adult joke is over the kid's head and it's <laughs> right on par with the parent. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, you know, like mm-hmm. oh, I said this to my wife or my husband last night, and mm-hmm. then the kids just sitting there like, huh? What did Shrek say? What's going? <laughs> 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 yeah, man. yeah, it's a lot. Exactly yeah, how it goes. Yeah. Um, what I was also going to say, though, in regards to the Amazon thing, is when you think of an entrepreneur, I'm not trying to big up me and Keith. I just want to give an example. Like what me and Keith do here, uh, when we come on here every week and we put out this content, I think that what we're doing has is is in the definition of an entrepreneur is more um, in the entrepreneur realm because we own everything we do. Mm-hmm. We own all of our like intellectual properties. We uh, we do our own production. Um, and when we in the future monetize this podcast, yeah, we're going to get all of that back. Yeah. So the thing about it is, is like when you think about 
and no one can pull the plug on this shit but us. If Keith's like, if we and Keith mutually say, oh, that's it, we're not doing this podcast, then we've made that decision as yeah. a collaborative. But if I'm making $300,000 a year and everything's great, I'm having a great time, and then fucking Jeff Bezos makes this big call and says, all right, everybody with those vans, go ahead and bring them on back. Yeah. Now you don't have a fucking job anymore. If anyone can pull the plug on you, you are not an entrepreneur. That is my opinion. Yeah. that That's, you know... That's the ideal place for a person that has the acumen to do it, I believe. Right. There's, I know a lot of people that, you know, even I'm related to certain jobs are getting canned. You know, certain jobs are getting automated now. And, you know, they have, you know, they give the the company gives you two to three years to figure out what you're going to do or if you want to move to a different position. Um, But just the fact that the, you know, the, the, the your livelihood is in another person's hands is doesn't sit well with me the, the fact that somebody can walk in and fire you for whatever reason and you don't have an exit plan you know what i mean i right. feel like if me personally if i got fired today um hopefully that happens <laughs> <laughs> if i got fired today like i'd be good you know what i mean mm-hmm. i would almost be you know i would almost feel better like less stressed you know? i feel you so that's uh I think that's what everyone should fight for, even if it's even if because I, I talk to a lot of people and they always have an idea of what they want to do outside of work. You know what I mean? There's, right. there's teachers that work on arts and crafts in their spare time. There's, um, you know, truck drivers that do podcasts in their spare time. <laughs> 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 so I think that, you know, you should hone in on those things. And start off small, maybe, you know, start off selling a few things here and there on Etsy, at least, you know, posting it on Instagram to where right. people can say, oh, cool. Like, I know a girl, she was she was making T-shirts, um, like bleached and distressed T-shirts. And I was like, yo, that's dope, man. Like, you know, do you have any more teams? And she was like, well, I don't, but I can order it. And then she was like, oh, you know, I'll, um, you can pay for the shirt. And then. On top of that, you know, pay a little bit extra money and I'll do it for you. And I was like, dope, I'll get one. You know what I mean? Just because I, I like supporting right. you know, people that are doing cool stuff. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. That's dope, man. You know, and the dope thing about it, too, is is when you, when you take the entrepreneur route, you're investing in yourself. So mm-hmm. although, you know, you, even if you when you make an investment, you know, the objective long term is to make money. But you're not going to make it right away. Like, you know, yeah. we've done now 60 podcast episodes, mm-hmm. you know, and the whole thing is, is this is all being done for free. You can listen for free, all that. But in the future, when it's monetized, this was all of an investment. Yeah. Of course, we love doing this. This is like my objective is to get paid to I, I want to get paid for talking. That is my long term objective. Yeah. But if I'm investing in that and I finally get something back, that's cool. But when you're. But you're working for someone that could pull the plug on you. You working for that, yeah. basically. Yeah. Once that's done, then it's done. Mm-hmm. So that's unfortunate. It's almost. Yeah, it's kind of. I want. I don't want to compare it to prostitution, but it's like you know, you're making money, you're selling your body, and then the police arrest you. <laughs> <laughs> that's real, man. Yeah. So stop selling pussy for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> stop selling pussy for Amazon, man. Yeah. I hey. really need to die. Hopefully, more information comes out about this. Right. Because I really want to dive into. Um, what they're talking about and what you know what other people have to say about it. hopefully some other podcasts kind of chime in on this I right yeah. once one i think yeah, that's gonna be crazy once i think in the next like 20 years not not even probably like 10 mm-hmm. 
Amazon gonna start selling pussy watch. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> that'd be crazy. You just get a knock at your door, like, oh my god, Jeff Bezos really did this. <laughs> That'd be wild, bro. Especially in Nevada, because that's oh, legal. Oh man, you would kill the game if a girl could just show up at your door. Oh my goodness! Like, oh dang, Amazon pussy. <laughs> 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 You'd be like, wow, that was fast. <laughs> you get free two day shipping with Amazon Prime. Yeah, two free day shipping. <laughs> They have a, uh, a like an upper echelon called like Amazon Prime Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Rate your experience. You fucking five stars all day. Oh man. Oh man. That'd be crazy. Yeah, right. Yeah, we need to talk to Jeff, man. Yeah. We got we these ideas, man. We got, brain. Yeah, we gotta we gotta get with Jeff. <laughs> you know, all this shit we've been talking about Jeff Bezos. If he was a sponsor of this podcast right now, but like look. We can make you a partner. Right? <laughs> you can't own the rights to this podcast. Yeah, he'll try to take over. You, I need you guys to say only good things about me. <laughs> all right, all right, Jeff. Then we get on here, man. Fuck Jeff Bates. <laughs> all right, switching gears. Uh, for some reason, there's a, um, I guess there's a stigma against sleeping, saying like, oh, you know, um, sleep is the enemy of success, or. Um, you could sleep when you die, like you you sleep, you sleep I grind or whatever the case. It's, mm-hmm. it's people people basically saying shit like that. Getting too much sleep is bad, or you you know if you you're not working hard if you're not sleeping. I think that's bullshit. Personally, mm-hmm. I think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in order for your brain to work at its highest function, you need to get sleep. Your brain needs rest. Your body needs rest. Um, and and. And we live in a world for some reason where people will sleep for three hours and be like, man, I've been grinding all night. I've been sleeping like three hours. I've, all week, I done probably only slept like eight hours, but it's <laughs> worth it, man. Like, no, it's not because you're not working at your highest frequency. Like, your brain is dying. And I remember, I remember how my brain is when, when I'm not getting a lot of sleep. I've done shit where... Um, I, I leave keys in certain places. I normally wouldn't leave keys or... Um, I for, I'm very forgetful when I'm tired. Um, I'm very cl- like cl- like flustered and just everything's fucked up. And I, it's, I've done a podcast before where I wasn't, I, I did okay, but I could have did way better if I had more sleep. I don't think there is no way in hell that I could do a podcast and if I was only getting two hours sleep a night. Yeah, I would be so fucked up. None of my greatest, like my best ideas that come out or my humor or my jokes, whatever would not come out in this in this production mm-hmm. if I wasn't getting adequate sleep. So yeah. that whole notion is complete dog shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion. Yeah, that's real. Uh, I agree. I think the idea of you know the no sleep or whatever is more so about the um, how would you put it? Mm-hmm. It's more so about consistency versus right. like n- the lack of sleep okay. because you can be. You know, I feel like as long as you you just have a consistent regimen of, okay, um, I'm getting six hours of sleep a night, which is like teetering on, you know, good and bad, I guess. (laughs) But, you know, if you're getting six hours and then you're maximizing that time during the day, you know. Yeah, just totally got to emphasize on getting uh, quality sleep. And although I'm home every night and I get sleep, 
you know, at the same time, if you're drinking those monster energy drinks and you're driving on the road, it's, 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 it's terrible. Not to mention that if you're driving as a team driver, one driver is driving while the other one is in the back sleep and the truck is moving. Mm -hmm. So you're not getting quality sleep when you're going across the country and you're in the bed in the back of the truck and it's hitting potholes. Boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. And you, you don't realize, but you're getting micro naps instead of actual full deep sleep. You don't get used to this immediately, you know, immediately, you know, um, but it takes time, man. Mm -hmm. um, I don't want to bore you guys to death talking about trucker shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going ahead and uh, wrap it up. Um, in the grand scheme of things, just get some better sleep, man. Yeah. Um, if you made it to the end of this podcast, we thank you. Yeah. No, it's a little shorter than usual. Me and Keith are extremely busy, and we still wanted to bring you content. Uh, thank you for listening to Trucker's Mind Podcast, Episode 60. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kate Finks. We're out of here. Peace.